If you're going to try, go all the way. Otherwise, don't even start. This could mean losing girlfriends, wives, relatives, and maybe even your mind. It could mean not eating for three or four days. It could mean freezing on a park bench. It could mean jail. It could mean derision. It could mean mockery, isolation. Isolation is the gift. All the others attest of your endurance, of how much you really want to do it. And you'll do it, despite rejection and the worst odds. And it will be better than anything else you can imagine. If you're going to try, go all the way. There is no other feeling like that. You will be alone with the gods, and the nights will flame with fire. You will ride life straight to perfect laughter. It's the only good fight there is. And that is a poem by Charles Bukowski. And I wanted to see... I felt like I could ask you, Zach, if this applies to uh, to women, to dating, to the, the hunt for the opposite sex or just the, or the same sex, you know, whatever <laughs> the preference is. Your, your drug of choice, yeah. Your drug of choice, yeah, where your libido chases you. Yeah, I, I would say it applies because if you're going to commit to something or someone, commit all the way. Go, go for it. I agree, but I question... One thing I question in myself is, well, one thing I have to constantly tame or tailor, let's say, is the level of aggression involved. <laughs> mm, yes, you have to you have to know where the boundaries of the other person are in order to succeed, and you have to learn that pretty quick. I yes. feel yes, it, and it's it's uh you can screw it up, and I feel uh, most men, including myself, often do. You never you get a little better. At least I've gotten a little better, but uh, for the most part, man, that's a that's thin ice. See that my problem is the opposite. It's like I'm not aggressive enough sometimes. Well, that could be that sometimes is a good thing. Sometimes the woman is the aggressive one or she makes the first move. Yeah. And that you know what I think? Um I used to believe that if the woman made the first move on me, then it made I was weak somehow. Mm. But I had to untrain that silliness from my mind because it didn't remove you know my imagined alpha status or whatever my dominance and it it made it made me a, a wiser person because sometimes it was more fun when the woman made the first move i think it's a lot easier <laughs> wow yeah it's way easier <laughs> yeah because then you know i like it i like when a girl makes the move it's so much easier thing. yeah I, you know i actually i should let it i should let it happen more often i don't fight it like i used to when i was a younger man uh, and now I think I, I just want it that way more often yeah, for sure. It tells you where you stand with her or with that person. So Well, it tells you at least she likes you. Yeah. That she's interested, right? Yeah, and then you can you can just put the same amount of energy that she's putting oh, in yeah, a little I mean, more. Every I feel like it's the onus is mostly on women, right? Because I mean a smart I would say a clever woman should be treating the world as though it has something to give her. At least in the sense that, you know, she she holds the key to the gates, right? She can say yes or no to any man she wants. Yeah, but I can say yes or no to any woman I exactly. want. Exactly. And, and and that's important, too. Um, you know, I I'm very was very white knight when I was younger, so I didn't have that mentality. When I first started dating, I was very much like putting the, <laughs> putting the woman on the pedestal. Yeah. And, um, and so I always felt like, 
I had to be the aggressor always. It always had to be my first move. And if it wasn't me that made the first move, it wasn't worth doing. It's a very silly way to think, but I think a lot of guys have that. I think that that kind of falls into the trap where, oh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> well, it, it, it puts you, it puts you sort of in a defensive and a, and a, and a, or rather a defenseless position. Um, because if you, if you, let's say hit on the wrong yeah, it gives the them the person. power. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Immediately they have power over you. Yeah, because right? if you're if you're pining after them, it's like, well, why can't I be chased, right? Yeah, you should be. Yeah, I mean, I, that's how I think of myself now. I'm a prize too, right? Yeah, I've got exactly. good things about me. I'm a that catch. Should be, I, I, yeah, it's, does this look like a mistake? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you got an hour every morning. That's no, right. Not that much. But. If you're, you're eating right and you're working on your body, you're trying to be a good person. There's there's good things about you. Yeah. No matter that, what sex you I are. I think that's important is just to be working on yourself because if you don't want to be with you, who's gonna wanna be with you? Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's the the main driving thought. Got I had to develop that though. I mean, did you always have that? Did you always like yourself, so to speak, or did you have to develop that? Um, I've never hated myself, mm-hmm. but I've become more comfortable with myself and loving myself more. Yeah. And and I'm still working on myself in many ways, but I think that's just part of being a progressive human. You know, I think a human that being, is progressing yeah. is what I should say. Absolutely. No, I, I 100%, 100% agree. Because I think everyone should be always working on themselves to, in some way, have some kind of goal, have some kind of driving force. Let it be just being, should trying to be, be a good person, trying to, yeah, trying to learn a new subject or anything, or like a career, something that like, you know, makes you excited or at least gets your mind on something and some your, passion yeah. some ambition for the for the little and and the large when see i think it's goals. it's hard passion is a is a tricky word for me because it just it means to me it's it's so powerful it's like oh yeah I, and i, I don't i, I don't so i don't ever feel like passion for anything to me it's like it's like yeah i care but i don't have a, a passion you know you know i would say that if i was to critique you on that i would say you do have a lot of passion i think you just maybe fail at recognizing it you know i could i could agree with that because you know i mean it's like when you're when you're trying to lose weight or something like that mm-hmm. you, you're in this this steady flow so you never notice that you actually lose anything like if you're just looking in the mirror every morning so it's like so i could see that like the things that I could be passionate about are kind of like, I don't see it that I'm passionate about it. Does that affect you when, I mean, how does that play out when you're in a relationship or you're trying to date someone new? Do you think mostly about your physical appearance? Do you think mostly about your, your mental state? I would like, say like your, your emotional state. My, I guess my means. emotional state would be more important and, or, or the emotional state of the of the relationship, but rather than one person being physically attractive. So you or, think about, you think more like the, your first initial thoughts are, is this woman going to be okay with me emotionally? Can she handle my weirdness <laughs> and my chaos? Yeah. Because it's going to come out eventually. Body. Like mm-hmm. my, I'm, I'm a pretty weird dude. Yeah. So it's going to, it's going to rear its ugly little head eventually. And someone's <laughs> got to actually love that part of me, you know? So I think that's important. Yeah. But it's also like the same thing for her. She's got to meet certain, I don't know, criteria in a sense, I guess, you know. What does she have to, what does Mrs. Wiegand have to meet? <laughs> like I said, checklist? just have some kind of like, like goals, be, be driven in a way. Not just care, a sloth. Yeah. And in a care bathroom. about, <laughs> yeah. And care about your, your, your mental state, you know, trying to be healthy, trying to like, you know, care about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, 
it, it makes it easier for me to care about you then. <laughs> I think that's pretty, the older I get, the more attractive that becomes. And I like the idea of, like I said earlier, of a woman approaching me now. I, I guess, maybe, I don't know, it's not that selfish. It's a little selfish, but I think it's important still because it makes it, in the past, I've just noticed that it's so much nicer <laughs> when she wants you. It, it, it just makes it easier for the guy, I feel yeah. too, because... I mean, what do guys want? I don't feel like we're that complicated. Most of us are pretty straightforward about what we want, right? When it comes to not just sex, but also with emotionally, right? Yeah. Like what are men? Men have to set boundaries very early because they learn that with when they're around other guys all yeah. the time. You have to draw some fucking yeah, lines. Yeah, to draw some lines, otherwise That's you're just gonna it. get walked on. So even with a woman, that they, they don't get physical usually, but they say, "Look, you know, in so many ways." These are my lines. This is my personal time. This is my personal space. This is the time for me. This is the time for you or, you know, however you want to prioritize that. Mm-hmm. And I think I think we're usually pretty clear about that. Now, in defense of the ladies, some guys are terrible about that kind of shit, right? No, yeah. And you can just There's say some... maybe people in general. It's a, it's a person condition, not just like, you know, a man or woman kind of thing. Right. But what do you think? Well, what do you think are something like what are some things that are definitely female only? like conditions or, or, or boundaries or just idiosyncrasies or men or male only, like start with whatever you prefer to talk about. You know, I don't, I don't think there are many differences between men and women. Yeah. I think we're all just people and we all really just want the same thing, right? We just want, we all want to find peace and happiness and just be good where we are in life. And just, we all start out like genetically, just start out with the same blank, yeah, tablet, and then I, we're I, affected I, conditionally, like based on whether or not we're male or female, and then you know what comes with being either or. Well, just how you're treated in life will treat will change how you right. view things. So I guess in that way, women can't are treated differently mm-hmm. in society, but and so are men. I mean, sometimes yeah, it all depends I mean, on the situation and what advantages can come with being a guy. I think so. I think definitely being a girl. I think definitely that yeah that makes a big that plays a big part. Yeah, is you know how how your not just society or the workplace, but even habitually, like where you grew up, where you live. Uh, I think there are some things you can just say are more likely to happen to a man than are to a woman, and vice versa. You know, right. like like young like boys, like boys are more likely to get into fights, like physical fights. Yes, right. Yeah. Women get into physical fights too. I, I'm sure my sister could tell you some interesting stories, but I'd say overall, my Assumption would be that more it's more often than not men or boys that get into fights growing up. And so we we understand like Bill Burr talked about this and he's gonna he put it way better than I am, so I'm probably just gonna mimic him a little bit here, but like getting punched for the first time, right? Like mm-hmm. not only just getting punched for the first time, but but getting punched or beat up, let's say, when you were wrong. <laughs> that is so <laughs> enlightening. Like it really puts into your mind what it means to really cross someone. And if you have, you know, a, a center of being, a, a moral structure, which I think most people do, you realize just how much of a piece of shit you were in that that instant, that mistake you made. But that retaliation was important to you understanding, let's say, the boundaries of other people. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't think that happens to women, at least not in that way. There must be some of the way that it's a mystery to me, but, but it, it seems like that's lacking for guys, at least. Getting in a fight can sometimes like just make your friendship that much stronger when you fight your friend. I don't know if you've ever get, gotten in a like, at least a, 
a play fight, if you will. Well, I understand what. Yeah, but, so I yeah. mean, I've gotten into like fist fights with my friends before in high school right. and stuff, and we just became better friends afterwards. You know. Well, I remember hearing that saying when when I, when I was little, when I was a kid, like you know, like oh, you know, he's a boy. If he if let him fight because they'll become friends afterwards, right? Yeah. That is true. If it's someone who you already kind of had a likability with or did like or were even were friends with mm-hmm. and then you just they crossed the line somehow or you crossed the line somehow and then yes you were friends or better friends afterwards it's not true just universally no it's not it's not always <laughs> definitely the... times you fought someone another kid because he was a piece of shit or he crossed the line yeah it's not always a little john situation from no Hood. no it's not so that distinction it was really important to learn early on in yes, life. Yes, which fights are going to become friends and which fights are just blood feuds. Right. But I don't, you know, I mean, at least when I was growing up, the girls generally just didn't fight. It, it seemed like, it seemed to me, I remember girls used to, in like in school and in high school, they used to talk a lot of shit. Oh my God. Like, I remember listening to female conversations in school and thinking, man, if, if a guy said that to me, like, there's no way we would have got to sentence four. You know what I mean? Like, this shit would have been, we would have, we would have ended the conversation very early. But you know, I guess that I can think, be a blessing and a curse. I don't know. I think that in my school, at least, the fights between the guys were more behind doors. Like, they were, like, not really talked about. They weren't publicized. Like, they weren't. Uh, the fights did not happen in public. It was either like in the locker room or like, you know, it was in the, it was out like, not well, like the front yeah, yard school or, in, that, or in the hallway. Right. But girls in my school, they would get into like hair pull fights and like, like clawing at each other. Like they were the cliche vicious. cat fight. No. Yeah, it, yeah. But it's, it's vicious though. If you <laughs> yeah, see like, it, dude, I literally like walked by a clump of hair like it was just like that's rough it was it was as big as my beard this clump of hair (laughs) all right and if anyone knows has seen me it's quite a beard it's it's, a mop (laughs) (laughs) this thing this it was gross he's like all of my hand like this needs to go in the garbage okay why'd you pick it up well because it was on the ground just because it's just good samaritan clean it up yeah yeah, someone's got to clean it up you know you can't just leave things around who put this beard on the floor (laughs) so careless it's very very disrespectful to treat a beard like that (laughs) i don't want the school janitor to see this i better pick it up (laughs) well yeah i mean growing up girls and boys fight very differently for sure but you know that's an interesting thing too is how I feel like as you grow as a man as a boy grows into a man he learns that his aggression right if if you I figure most guys were like this at least they were when I was growing up you learn to tailor it into useful other ways right mm-hmm. and one of the first ways you learn to use your aggression other than fighting and wrestling is to go after women and I don't know. I feel like I'm in my late 30s now and dating is so different than when I first started dating. And really, I don't I don't want to say I started in high school because I really didn't. That's not that wasn't dating. But really after like my early 20s, mm-hmm. when I when I got my first apartment, I was living on my own and, you know, I had I had money to spend and I lived downtown and everything was cheap. You know what I mean? 
like taxis back then were cheap and nobody had cell phones or very few cell phones. Let's say people had cell phones, but most people didn't, didn't or didn't use them in, in, in social events, right? People weren't on their phone all the time or anything. So a, there was a lot of conversation. There was a lot of, you know, practicing and, and sort of honing your social skills. And I'm not saying that's not going on today, but man, it really feels like it's pulled back quite a bit and not just because of COVID. Like this is something I've noticed over the last few years and, you know, you're sort of forced to do online dating now. And since I, I guess the point I'm getting at is I grew up with this sort of aggressive nature mm-hmm. and like, you know, always being the one to approach women first. And it just doesn't come through properly in text. I feel like I'm just an asshole. Like, yeah. <laughs> I probably sound yeah, terrible. It's hard to be funny because you can't add those little like winks and nods, you know? Yeah, it's just so it's, none of your mannerisms come through. None of, you so know. Yeah, so you just whenever you try to make a joke, you just sound like a... A rude asshole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've even been told, even in person, there was a woman that I worked with uh, when I worked in plastic surgery, and she ran. She was one of the ladies at the front desk, and I had my office right behind them, but across the hall, you know, past two doors. And for an entire year, this woman, and whenever I got a message for, you know, or had to transfer a phone call to me, she avoided me completely. She didn't even know me. I didn't know her either. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize this until someone brought it up. And they said that she was just afraid of me. She thought I was a mean person. And I'm, and that person who told me laughed because they knew me pretty well. We, yeah. you know, been drinking buddies or whatever. Yeah. So the fact that she, one woman thought I was, you know, she, you know, a great guy and, you know, and friendly and whatever, which I, I try to be. And the other woman was just deathly afraid of me because <laughs> she thought I was a mean piece of shit. And that's in person. So I can just imagine how bad it is in text. But I mean, do you run into that? Do you, what's a, what's online dating like for you or how do you do it now these uh, days? So you've got more of a personal approach, don't you? Yeah. So like I always try to make like a joke or I try and like, you know, be light when I, when I like start messaging. But the thing is, I rarely get people writing back as much as I write to them. Yeah. It's like, so it's, it's just difficult to like keep writing to them. It's like, Oh my gosh, I'm just, you don't seem like you're interested. So I'm just going to stop. Like this isn't yeah. going anywhere. So why are we I totally get that? Yeah. So it's like, you're, you're, I'm literally wasting my time because it is difficult for me to text. Like it is not an easy task. So mm-hmm. it takes a few minutes to get down, you know, some, some thoughts and some words. It does. So if, and if it's not reciprocated, it's just like, why am I putting this effort in if it's not going to No, yeah, all the back. effort's on your end. And, you know, do you get this thought? Like, sometimes I feel like I'm disingenuous in the sense that I have the ability to edit my first, re- my initial responses, right? <laughs> yeah. Where in person, I'd, I'm much more candid, right? Yeah. Both on purpose and by mistake. But in a text... Well, you know, I can, how many times can I edit or delete something? I don't, you know, take this word out and swap it. Now I feel like I'm writing instead of talking. Yeah. And when I'm writing, I am trying to be, I'm putting on sort of a show. Mm-hmm. I guess this is the only way I know how to put it. I can't find the right words right now. But it's when you, you know, it's like when you're writing a story, you, you, you're like telling a story, you're like around a campfire or something. It's like not real. It's not in the moment. It's not the same. Yeah. And then when that, when you send that and that person reads it, they're maybe they're going to read into it. Right. It's like when you just yeah, say something, understand it's, it. they get time to think about it. Too. Yeah, exactly. It's like they have time to think about every single word that you wrote. Yeah. So it's like now they're going to like judge you even harder. I feel like they have a more of a time lapse to actually like judge your, your response. Well, that's an interesting point too, that I, yeah, I've thought about that too, is the time involved because when you're having a normal conversation, right. I'll think about things like I'll pay attention about to things like 
how quickly people respond. And, and I'm not like some neurotic, you know, OCD type, mm-hmm. you know, micromanagement type person. But I am paying attention to the little details and in, in things humans do, right? They're idiosyncrasies. And, you know, we all do, but we all do this, but we just do it passively because we're so used to like communicating that we, you know, we pay attention to how long it takes for someone to respond, the expression on their face, the way that, you know, their eyes, your eyes give you away. They give you away the kind of person you are, I feel, right? It's like, you know, it's like Scarface, the eyes jiggle, they never lie. But I, I feel like that's all gone. Well, it is. I don't feel it is all gone Yeah. in a text message, right? Right. And so... The more time, I feel it's bad. The more time, even for myself, I'm saying it, it's it's worse if I have time to think about, if I spend time thinking about what someone said, you know, if I'm overthinking it, basically. And the, mm. I mean, I yeah, because it's because then yeah, overthinking that. is the problem, right? It's yeah. like maybe you should just just write it as if you were talking to them. I try to do said, that. I try to do this as often as I can. The, how's that going? bad apparently bad. <laughs> <laughs> i mean look it's i i thought i was doing bad this is like a long time ago when i when i really got heavy online dating and i thought i was doing bad but then i really started comparing it to like other life experiences and i think about all the like for example all the times i've been shot down right and i i don't take it personal not anymore maybe when i was young i did right i, I overthought things but i don't take it personal if i get shot down or you know like if a woman says something nasty or just turns on me you know harshly or whatever it's like fine whatever i, I didn't come off like a dick yeah you know not i mean anymore, i'm just happy if i ever approach the girl you know <laughs> well yeah <laughs> that's, right, that's, that's, that's i'm just happy step. that i said something <laughs> like i'm proud of myself for overcoming my insecurities of myself and talking to this woman like yeah, yeah like good for me good sack yeah. <laughs> but, i used to I used to mess around with my friends, uh, girlfriends or wives in the sense, hold on, let me finish. I used to mess around with them in the sense that I would practice like, like pickup lines Mm. or just like icebreakers and things like that on them. And, you know, uh, some of them were honest with me. So I actually, I feel like I got, that was a good, that was a good practice. That is good. I learned some things from that. It's like at school when you have practice interviews for, uh, for a job. Oh, it is a skill, man. Yeah. A wooing, yeah. wooing women is a skill. It is. Wooing yeah. anybody well, is a skill. And there's so many techniques, if you will, too. So it's there like, is. Oh there's. You know what? And I suggest, I suggest a lot of people, not just men, do this, but study it. I was, I was trying to uh, date a woman once online. We never got anywhere. She was too far away, uh, or we were too far from each other, and we just kind of came like we became pen pals for a little while. And this is back in the days of like most. It was all emailing, right? Yeah. And texting. So writing letters back and forth. And she's one of the stories she told me was about an ex-boyfriend who was a terrible person, but a great lover and that he studied it like it was a college course. You know, he bought books, he watched videos and I was in my early twenties. I think it was like 23 at the time. And this blew my mind. I'd never, I've never, I had never put it. I had not yet put it in that category, you know, love making and wooing and, mm-hmm. and, 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 um, just everything that goes into like attracting the opposite sex. Right. And that's when I st- that year I started like I'm like I'm this is a skill this is like my drawing this is like my writing this is like anything else I attempt in my life so that's what I started doing was studying it and wow did that make a difference huh maybe I should look into it more I then. think everybody should <laughs> do it it's so worth it it's good, so worth it it's a good point what it do you to try what'd you say go ahead oh what do you uh, look for in a girl like what's the perfect <sighs> girl for Mark. 
The perfect girl. Uh, a Ooh. pulse. A pulse. Yeah, that's all it takes. <laughs> Two legs. Mean, like, physically? Well, I mean. No, no, no. But like, you know, what do you look for in like, you know, a relationship kind of thing? Oh, well, for a relationship, especially now, I'm very picky. And the older you get, the pickier you get. And it's good and bad. It narrows your field of view, but it makes it makes it better in the long run. Right? Yeah. So, don't settle. Yeah, that's that's main the main thing is I don't settle anymore. Um, or I settle a lot less easily, right? I, I'm, I, my jaw still drops every now and then, but um, I value myself a lot more than I did, say, you know, 15, 20 years ago. So what I look for now, or I should say what I'm looking for now, is someone who has likes themselves, basically. That, you yeah. know, they, they don't have to love themselves, but they have to like themselves. That's mm. very important because... Like we talked about earlier, they have to be taking care of themselves in some fashion. And you don't have to be completely succeeding. I'm not completely succeeding, right? I still have faults I'm working on myself. But if you can see that in me and I can see it in her, then boom. That's that's already the that's enough for the groundwork, right? From there yeah. we can learn everything else and deal with everything else. Sounds but, I good. Mean, yeah, yeah. It's, a, yeah, it's, it's really simple. simple. It's yeah, simple. You keep it much. simple, man. You don't want to, there's enough shit in life to think about. Yeah. You know? Why? What is what do you think I can see you're thinking about what your perfect relationship is. <laughs> no, yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. It's just someone that takes care of themselves and like likes who they are and shit. Has huge tits. <laughs> oh, not you for see, you. No, I'm okay with petite girls, you know. They I don't know have you are. to be huge. I like, you know, I, Hey, as long as you're not completely overweight and letting yourself go, that's that's when it. Because because if you're not taking care of your health, then that's just what else are you taking care of? If you don't take care of your body, then you're not taking care of your mind. It's either. it's a big one. I agree. And you know, for me, what I'll, I'll tell you some deal breakers for me. Uh, number one is hygiene. I do not put up anymore at all with bad hygiene, and I don't just mean you know downstairs. I mean upstairs too. Your mouth, your your face. You know, I mean your hands. It, we're going to be touching each other, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Shit's got to be fresh, man. Crescent <laughs> fresh. I do not put off with any funk anymore. Don't touch me. You'll make me dirty. <laughs> don't touch my tail. You'll make it dirty. You'll dirty it. Yeah. So I don't put up with that anymore at all. Um, and I don't know. There's probably, there's a lot of reasons for that. Oh, I've never had an experience. So we're, oh God, we're I'm not going to get gross. Person, I've, so <laughs> let me tell you, I've, I've taken one for the team many times. <laughs> <laughs> Whose team are you taking? I don't know. <laughs> I just need an expression to use. <laughs> I just need something to say so I don't get gross. But you know, let's put it this: sometimes I've had to be a, a you know a physical health teacher. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And uh, I'm done with that. School, you know, school's out. School's so, out, especially school's at my out. age. Like, if you don't know how to take, yeah. like, come on. If I meet a woman in her 30s and she doesn't know, hell, in my opinion, even in her 20s. But if if by you know if she's in the same, she's within 10 years my age yeah she better know what the hell she's doing with herself yeah. and how you to take should, care of shit she'd probably be a functioning adult by at point. least i want to say 90 percent. it's got to be in that range like there could be some things left over you know the mom forgot to tell you or you just been ignorant about i don't know but <laughs> if there's improvement needed it has to be minor it has to be minor because <laughs> do you ever try drying your hands after washing them? <laughs> like that kind of minor uh yeah or like well i I guess one example for me would be um, like people that brush their teeth, like a woman that brushes her teeth, but only in front. She never gets the side. 
So she does a joker. Granted, like it goes from white to yellow right away. It's like you got to take care of all your teeth. (laughs) Who does that? Some people do. Oh my gosh, I've never seen such a thing. It's either all or nothing, just like the beginning of the. No, some people just do the front. Like they, I don't know what the mentality. Like they must just think, well, these are the ones that show. It's like, nah, man. Yeah, but those aren't the ones that rot. (laughs) I'm just, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, you got to get those chompers, the molders. Yeah, important. How else are you going to eat your steak? Well. Yeah, it's like a pet peeve I have is because I I hate morning breath. I hate my own morning breath, Mm -hmm. right? But who doesn't love, you know, morning sex? That's awesome, right? I think everybody agrees. I think it's good at any time, really. Well, yeah, (laughs) but especially I think for a man, you know, you wake up and now the blood is flitting. It's a very pleasant way to wake up. Yes, it's a very pleasant way to wake up and I hate morning breath. (laughs) Like I said, and that is such a turnoff. It really is a huge turnoff. So I, you can see them. I, I keep... Um, like Tic Tacs or Gump. Well, I was going to say, like, you should get bed. some mints in your room. You know what I miss? Just... I miss those Listerine strips. I can't find them anymore. The ones that melt really? on your tongue. See, the, I used to see them at gas stations oh, all the time. Oh, man, those but... were the shit. They were so perfect yeah. for the morning, you know, the non-one-night stand. Mm. <laughs> they were so dope for that. So now I'm back to Tic Tacs, but mm. yeah. But I, I tried. Well, I didn't try. I thought about trying Banaka, but I thought, boy, that's really... Sleazy, some something sleazy in my mind about banaka. Banaka, yeah, banaka is the spray. It's it's really old oh. school. Yeah, so like you know, like my my dad's generation in the sixties and seventies, they had men use banaka as like a breath freshener. I think they still sell it. I just hmm. haven't looked for it in a long time. But it's just a simple spray, like cologne you know, for the mouth. It's cologne for the mouth. You spray it at the back <laughs> of your tongue, and. I don't know. I, I guess because I I watched too many like sixties and seventies like B movies, and there's always like this. There's always some chauvinistic sleazy you know yeah, male with lead back hair, and you just like it just guy some guy who's like too aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what I grew up watching. So to me, it's sleazy. So I don't have banaka, but I recommend that Tic Tacs, <laughs> Tic Tacs, or Listerine strips. You can find them too. But well, you should get banaka. That's yeah. what that was. <laughs> That's a good. That's a good idea for you. For you, yeah. <laughs> I got my shit handled. Now it's your turn. So that would be a minor offense, something like that. Okay, that's in the ten percent, the last ten percent. Okay, of the hygiene deal breaker. Sense. What are you? I mean, what do you have a deal as a deal breaker? Whatever. Give me. Throw something at me. Um, no deal breakers. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, just like what we mentioned before, just like obese like like whales you know I, I you don't I, like large women yeah. i'm not gonna get i just can't it just doesn't it, no it shows totally too much about you as negative things well to unless you know sometimes the, you can't control it you got like a thyroid thing you know that, like, well that's, i that I, I hear happened. what you're saying i hear what and, you're saying and but I mean, you can uh, improve, can't you? Like, well, I'm going to de- I'm going to defend the bigger ladies on this one because I don't mind it. I don't mind a bigger woman, but that's why, like, some guys think you know, like, a, like you just made me think of like a joke or something. You used to say it into you know buddies at a bar because most guys will say like a good wingman is someone who's always on your side. Wrong. That's that's bullshit. That doesn't last. That doesn't last through liquor. What lasts through liquor is the other guys. Um, attractions. So the perfect wingman is a guy who's not in the same things that you are. Oh, see yeah. what I'm saying? Because so like you and I would that'd be perfect if we went chicken hunting together. That'd be perfect. Chicken hunting. You, 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 good term. you like a totally different woman. Like I don't like. A I know. Woman I've noticed that. It's like I like him. Like him petite. You yeah. know. And then you like voluptuous. Oh, voluptuous all the way. Yeah. Yeah. The more they look like 
the letter S, the better. <laughs> well, that was a that was an extreme image like in my mind. Profile. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just like. Whoop. I was like, oh my gosh, like that is. Yep, you can have. That's why ahead. I'm a I'm such a sucker. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's my kryptonite, man. Is like you know Czechoslovakian women or or Latin women are usually very curvy, you know. Hey, you know I mean, honestly, I just like women. I well, like me girls. too. I, like, yeah, but if we're being picky right now because yeah. we're two dudes all alone talking <laughs> in a room about what we like and don't like about women, so I mean, it's, this is our safe space, Zach. This is, this is safe. You're oh. safe here, dude. Trust it, does, me. it is pretty comforting in here. These gold speckled walls will protect you. <laughs> what's out there what kind of women are attracted to you like who do you who do you find you know either ethnicity ethnicity or race like who usually hits on you oh like in public no one <laughs> no, no one what yeah i don't no, no one approaches me i think i'm too scary like you we were talking about before i think I mean, i'm just too tall and and you are scary yeah. but i but uh, i don't know i know no one ever comes up to i'm me sure some that. women have thought of it but yeah who knows yeah. It will happen. It'll happen. Okay. I'm, I'll just, I'm sure I'll just sit at the park bench and wait for a girl to show up. And just <laughs> feeding pigeons, <laughs> squirrels. Well, no, no, because then they won't come by. They'll be afraid of me and the pigeons. <laughs> they, they, they harbor corona. So Beastmaster, you can't be trusted. <laughs> I got two little ferrets in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> could you walk around with just two ferrets that never leave you? That'd be really cool, you though. You could train like, I think so. I wish that we could like carry like dogs with you like everywhere like into stores and stuff. That'd you can cool. in some in some stores they allow it. Really? It dep- yeah, dude. That's like I know here in the Midwest maybe that's not such a thing, but definitely in the Southwest it is. That's like there's awesome. a lot of places that let you walk in with your dog. They just say you know keep him calm, keep him collared. <laughs> you know, be a good owner, please. Yeah, be a, be a, watch your your fucking animal. Be a good yeah. owner. Yeah, I, I feel like. We don't need so many rules for that stuff. You know, we just need people to be people. And if they're not, say, get lost. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Don't ruin it for everyone else, pretty much. Everybody's afraid of even the slightest confrontation. At least here, man. It seems like when I leave, when I leave Illinois, like, people are are more like people. I know that sounds like a shitty thing to say because there's good people here, too. But it's just different. I don't know. In my mind, at least. It's probably just my own bias or whatever. Yeah, I think that. People do change regionally. You know, there's rural areas, and then there's more city-like areas, and they you know, people yeah. are, people are more relaxed in rural areas for sure. You know, know. they just don't care about yeah, like a lot of like you can go to some rural areas right now, and they don't enforce like wearing a mask and things mm-hmm. like that. Like mm-hmm. they just don't care. They're like whatever, you know. Right. And then some, but it's funny though because then. The other people who don't aren't wearing like masks, they're like real gung ho about not wearing their masks. They're like, I ain't putting no dang dang one Well, we were having fun with that in Arizona, as uh, Edward and I were point mostly at him, of course, because he knows he can tell better than I could. But he pointing out people that were from California because you know they were wearing the mask even when they were driving alone. <laughs> you know, I've seen people doing that here too, though. I think that's you know, that's you know, a little weird to me. But I whatever. only wear it in the car if I'm going. I was just somewhere, and I'm just hopping over the the street to the to go to some to another store. You know, I mean that makes sense. That's just because it's like, yeah, yeah, it's literally yeah, just for that. convenience. But I'm not wearing it. No, I'm talking like on the highway. Like, dude, you're on the highway. I think you said <laughs> your windows are all up. You're in a hermetically sealed car. <laughs> I mean, some people get well. But you know what though? I understand. I do understand why some people are more touchy about this subject than others. Because, like, for example, my sister, she 
you know, she spent most of her childhood in and out of hospitals for life threatening, you know, lung problems. She had asthma and yeah. pneumonia and bronchitis and you know, those all those things make her weaker mm-hmm. when she does get sick, even for things that are more common, you know. So someone like that I I totally Right. If you're being compromised. And, yeah, yeah, you should be scared. I'd be I'd be a lot less lighthearted about it too. Yeah. So I respect that, you know. I don't no. know. The whole thing doesn't really it only bothers what bothers me is the the propaganda, the way it's in my mind misused and just the instant control that we've had that it's had over everyone and the negative effect on our lives. Now, yes, if it's you know, it's a true pandemic. Of course, it's going to be negative overall. But anyway, I don't want to get into politics. I want to completely avoid that that conversation. But yeah, it made me think about that briefly. So yeah, so you like, so you like, all right, back to bodies. You <laughs> back like, to bodies. Right. You like thin, <laughs> athletic women. Yeah, yeah. So, that, that's that's my you know ideal. You so know? you make me think of that. You know, you make me think of Total Recall when Arnold Schwarzenegger's falling asleep <laughs> in the chair. Yes. You know. Yeah, that, was, where, that, that, was that your perfect girlfriend? Did he design her already for yeah, you? Yeah, I guess so, in a way. I mean, she doesn't have to be super athletic, you know. No, just, but, yeah. Yeah, just, you know, fit. You know, you know that's a cheerleader. Like, but that's okay. Yeah, cheerleader, cheerleader. athleticism. Yes, bendy. Ben- bendy. <laughs> <laughs> Gumby-like. Well, that makes sense to me. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it just seems like, I don't know, just what it tra- attracts me. I can't, I can't say why. Are you more... Where are you like okay? Let's get a little personal. In your life right. right now, are you more, are you more after, you know, quantity over quality? Like, do you want? Are you trying to date as many women as you can? No. Nah, or are you looking I'm, for another good relationship? And I'm looking. I'm looking for another good relationship. Like mm-hmm. that's what would be ideal. Yeah. And I don't know. And I'm not gonna settle. Right. It's like no. More like why should you settle? That's that's why I'm not going for quantity. You know. Yeah. I'm not just like looking out there for every little tail I can get. It's like no, I want quality tail. Like I mm. want, I want a girl that I connect with emotionally and physically. Like that's important to me. Well, the sex is always what a hundred times better. It's well, twice as good at least. Well, for me, it's like that physical touch is a big part of love mm-hmm, for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that's how I show my affection. That's one of the ways I receive affection. That's how yeah. I under- understand I part of my my love language, if you will. No, I, I totally agree. I think touches it touches. I found out was very important to me too. Like, I don't call me a cuddler, I guess, but God, I love cuddling, dude. I can't stand a woman who doesn't like to be touched. That's so weird to me. Yeah, that is so weird. It's rare, but it's it's weird. But see, I get it, but because like that's how I am with friends and like um like people that I'm not in a relationship with. Like, I hate being touched by like people that I'm not like you know already really close with oh i see it's so very, if like an acquaintance slaps you on the back like hey buddy oh dude i i hate it i've yeah. like snapped at people yeah. before for like i know that's how when friendly. we when we first met we were playing we were doing that uh was it stickball in the sand oh, flag wars flag wars in, in medieval times and you you kind of i don't you didn't touch me but you came up to my face and you just kind of like tried to do like a battle cry so right away <laughs> i was like oh fuck this i'm gonna battle cry back so when i when i had the upper hand like you know offensively like when yeah. i was moving the ball towards and you were you know on the defense i did that to you and you literally just pushed me down <laughs> and like you pushed me down with such force my shoulders hit the sand squarely and i was like i was impressed i was like well that was like that guy must be like from he must have been in football like that was a good tackle. yeah I know, I, it's called the punch right yeah the two-inch you, you punch that's exactly you, what you did yeah you just dig your thumbs right into the the see i'm not used to that because i was in karate and wrestling and when and when it came to football i was i did receiving 
Yeah. I was, you know, wide and receiving yeah. and short and short passes. So I didn't, I never was, I wasn't big enough to be a lineman. So, you know, I got bigger yeah. later, but I wasn't a big enough to be an lineman either, but it was a small school. So I was, that was what they got. Yeah. I, I mean, I was scrawny, but I was tall. Right. So, yeah. You know, I guess I had some, that was, some that's all they cared about. Me. Even in my high school. Like, yeah, if you were like a fridge, they took it, but they wanted you too. But if you're just a big guy in general, like, yeah, just tall, then you, you were a lineman period. Yeah, you know. I was pretty much six foot once I got got into high school. It's pretty close. Wow. Yeah, my cousin. Oh my god, um, Adam. I think he's six three or six four now. Yeah, that's what I'm. He's six so four. tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's like as tall as you, and he's seventeen. Oh wow. Yeah. So they say. I remember a long time ago I read that a, a man, uh, puberty for a man can can go as late as you know twenty five to thirty. Mm-hmm. So who knows? He might he might grow as tall. He might get near seven. I don't know. That kid is sprouting up. I know. I wish I was. I was supposed to be seven foot tall. My dad told me growing up, you're gonna be seven feet tall. I was like, okay. <laughs> you know <laughs> it what? Never I, happened. I like, because of the world we live in, um, I was afraid of not being six feet tall because I was. I didn't. I didn't shoot up like the other guys did in school. Yeah. So. I guess my I guess my puberty did end kind of late. It was like you know my t- like early twenties or whatever. I finally got over six feet, and I, and I was just happy with that. I don't know why. I think just because egotistically, you know, society likes taller men for yeah. But reason. why? I don't know. Why does I height matter to? I see it on Tinder all the time. It's, it's like, so stupid. It's I like, hate women. Don't that be put five that foot. Shit whatever. It's yeah. Like, left what is swipe, wrong man? with that? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, especially since that's something you can't control either. It's like you can't control your height. <laughs> Well, the opposite, you know, it sucks too for tall women. Like, I see a lot of beautiful women that are over six feet tall just go completely ignored. And in my mind, that's like a blessing in disguise. Yeah, it's like, I was thanks for the say, free advantage. Yeah. You know, like, okay. Like, she yeah, probably but- wants some attention. She's sitting alone. This beautiful woman, all dressed up, sitting alone at a bar. Like, are you kidding me? How is she not like fly tape at this point? But because she's over six feet tall, I don't know. I think <laughs> See, some guys are really intimidated by that. That's what I need is to find someone that's like another person. That's oh like yeah, six you feet need tall. an Amazon, dude. and then and then I can like create giants, and I'll just create a race of giants. That's It'll be a, great. Yeah, that's a that's what I want. It's a crazy thought. <laughs> and then. Oh, wouldn't it be perfect? It's cool though. If she if he had, could just keep making tall people. <laughs> if she had like the Hercules gene too. Oh my oh, god. Oh man. And then we create some Icelanders. Yeah, it'd be great. So what would your first son's first name be then? Based on that, like the doctor <laughs> the doctor, it's the future. The doctor tells you your son is gonna be you know, a beast. He's gonna put, you know, Thorson to shame. <laughs> yeah. The mountain to shame. So what's his name, Zach? Thornburson, you know, just like just like some, some Nordic, name. you know, like just straight up. Something that means like spear, sword, slash, kill. <laughs> oh man! All these kids in the future are just gonna have all these role play names. They're all gonna sound like they're from Skyrim because yeah, gaming that's is interesting. Such a thing, that's though. so fun. I don't know. That's kind of lame. See, lame to me. No, nah, you need some like whatever happened to Mitch, and Mitch? Jack? Who likes that? Mac? No one likes. Those are no. Yeah, Bruno. No Bruno. Weak. Bruno. <laughs> Bruno used to be a strong man name. It's, uh, yeah. Not anymore. Now movie, it does sound, it does sound a little feminine somehow. I think it's, yeah, the movie probably because yeah. he plays a gay character. So it, it I do, it. I do like Vlad, like Vladimir. Yeah, man, Vlad, Vladimir's a strong That's a name, good one. Dude. You know, you know what Bulgarian name I always thought sounded really good? Krum. Krum? Yeah. And unfortunately, because of the way it's spelled, everybody says Krum. Aww. Like there's a character in Harry, in the Harry Potter, I guess, movies and books. Yeah. And there, there's like a, there's one movie where there's, they introduce like a Bulgarian school of like wizards. And the lead, 
the lead like young wizard. His name is Krum, K R U M, but they pronounce it Crum in the movie. That sounds really dumb. <laughs> Do you know what it means? I don't know if it has a mean Krum. Yeah, I don't know how that's translated. I know like my cousin, uh, his name is Vuk, which I think Vuk, is a cool wolf. name, which just means wolf. That's yeah, that's good. That's uh, a good name. Yeah, that's a good strong name, man. See, I think a name matters. See, a lot. those are pretty Skyrim video game. You know, wait a minute. Those names. are way. Yeah, but they were around before. I mean, before the video game, game. Yeah, but the theme. But the theme has been credit a, to the, the video game. But it's the theme, is what I'm saying. They made it pop. Some role playing. I guess role playing games do make wolves pretty popular. This what what role playing game doesn't have a wolf in it? <laughs> Rats, wolves, and, and just spiders. animals in general, and spiders. Right. Yeah, you got to get a. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're always way off track, but I just wanted to say, like, it bothers me that spiders make a chittery noise in video games. And I think I get the the reasoning, you know, you want your creatures to all have some kind of unique sound. But I always thought mm. the games that the games that make giant spiders only give the sound or their footsteps. And it's like a soft, but like machine gun, almost pitter patter. That's way scarier. Yeah. And interesting than a, a because then all of a sudden it's like just up on you. Yeah, because yeah. you wouldn't, dude. Squire, as far as I know, spiders don't bark. I mean, there is a barking spider, but they don't. You know what I mean? They, for the most part, they don't make noise from their mouth. They're not. Yeah. They don't have vocal cords. So. No. Anyway, but they're they're pretty cool. It has nothing to do with dating and women or anything like that. But um, we got. Maybe yeah, I can't. I can't connect it. I was gonna say like black widows. No, no, eh. no almost. Eh. <laughs> Oh, now you're making me think of Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, I don't see the uh, Come the on. big allure. Like she, she's cute, right? But like some people, she's are, a babe. Yeah, some people are like showing, Dude, but she's I'm just like real. Yeah, she's cute, but it's like. All right, so get throw me an actress and replace. See, this dude, one, I don't be, know because I don't be know such actresses. A we'd be perfect for yeah. We just, we just oh, dude, to, you'd be a perfect wingman. Because <laughs> if I met and hit on a Scarlett Johansson. But probably any other one of my friends, they would all compete for her attention. Oh, that's another thing I hate is like competing for. You don't a like girl. that? No, it's so annoying. Really? No, I hate it. It's I think so Alec st- would agree with you. It's so, <laughs> it's so stupid because I just want to just I just want to talk to this person. You know, I want to find out about them. You don't but, like competing? No, I think that I hate it. it. It doesn't make her seem more of a prize to me or anything. It's it like, can. For me though, can. it doesn't. Oh, what well, I'm saying, right. it, it just it, it's like if there, I see a bunch of dudes all over this girl, I'm like, that's annoying. Like I'm going. Away. Oh, well, that is annoying. No, what I mean, just like, you know, one on one kind of thing. Like you know, one guy's talking, or like, I don't know. I kind of love that feeling. Like I see a, a woman I'm attracted to, and she's talking to a guy. She's clearly just like stringing along, and this guy's just. I if I just feel I have better game, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll step in. I just know. Uh, maybe that's a problem. If it's, I feel like I have no game. <laughs> oh, well, I'm not saying I'm like, you know, pimp level or anything, but I don't know. I just look for the battles I can win, I guess. Right. <laughs> and I'm not like real shitty about it. I don't, I don't like stepping between a man and a wife or something. But like, you know, if it's if it's obvious that there's all the right signs that this is just two single people at a bar, you know, then, you know, I'll I'll, I'll slide in next to her, you know, and if I see an opportunity, I'll start talking to her. And, I, you know, I've had that happen where her interest shifts to me. Why not? What's wrong with that? No, no, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just annoying <laughs> to me to be around yeah, it's that. annoying, especially yeah. if you're the other guy. <laughs> yeah. Or if you're, I don't know, it's just like. Hey, it's happened to me. I've been on the other side. I didn't get all, you know, sourpuss about it. No, it's just, I just, it's just annoying trying to, like, 
one up someone and like doing all that it's just it's it just takes not, work yeah Man, yeah it doesn't it's always not, work out it's like i just want to talk to a person no and find out i agree about them. Like, that's, that's the all that's all i really want mm-hmm. it's like because yeah it's just annoying Wait, no <laughs> i agree that's more ideal i mean that's a situation i would want too that's why i miss lounges man i miss lounges so much that used to be my favorite way to like not just to pick up women, but to meet people in general. Yeah. Because the atmosphere was just great for conversation. You know, most of the time people in there are relaxing. They're, you know, I like to dance and sing and all that. But, you know, every now and then it's nice to just chill and not get completely wasted, you know, on, on alcohol or whatever. And just sort of, you know, sip your drink, talk to people, have cool music. Yeah. You know? that's, just everybody's see, in a cool mood. That, that sounds great. Like, that yeah. sounds like a good time. A oh, way to just spend a, a couple hours. But, like, a bar is always too loud, noisy. Even if you wanted to talk to a girl, you can't because it's, the music is, like, 20 times the decibels of your voice could ever be. And you know so what? Just, I can totally... I've seen that before in you and how com- many times how uncomfortable you are in that situation, how much you want to leave it. It's beyond uncomfortable, yeah. right? It but is, I totally it is straight give you up respect showing up. Yeah. <laughs> well, Honestly. thank you. Because it is infuriating. It is yeah. a test of my patience to be in those kinds of situations. And, and not I get to, it. I totally get it. And I don't even like drinking isn't even great for me. Like that's not like a thing I enjoy. I like yeah. alcohol. Alcohol tastes great, but I have because of my acid reflux, it like hurts. So I just don't drink. Hey, at least you have I guess a medical condition for avoiding it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean I lost my, my gallbladder to drinking. So Yeah. You can lose that's, organs. That's in life. rough. That's it rough because rough. now you can't have red meat as much. And no, well, I can't have red meat because of gout. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that probably that was brought on just from bad diets in the past. And, oh, okay. You know, that kind of thing. But, yeah, I also find group hugs on the same level as as that that kind of like annoyingness. Wait a minute, for someone who likes touch. You seem kind of anti-touch. I I don't like. I can't slap you on the back. No, I, can't I don't like other you. people touch. See, it's it's the quality that matters, right? Okay. It's like it's the type. It's from the person. It's from that. It's like I've let them in. So right? you're like a solar system, and you're the sun, and then the rings of closeness that go outward from you. Yes. Depend on your emotional attachment to that person. Yes, and acceptance of that person. <laughs> And hopefully, and hopefully they do the same to me and accept me, you know, like that'd mm-hmm. be great. I would like to also touch them back. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank you by touching you. <laughs> that can be a thank you. Yeah. I think it often is. Yeah. It's like handshakes. That's a, that's a touch. Thanks. I, th- I, I heard, I heard once somewhere in a movie, once someone likened sex, uh, like casual sex to shaking hands. I have to admit, on in some ways, sometimes I do think of it that way. You're I'm not just, always emotionally attached to being physical, and it upsets me. But I understand it when you meet people who are. There are some people that it's like once you touch them, they're just. It, when's the wedding ring coming? You know what I mean? Like it's, just, it, it, it's so emotional, and I understand that because I mean I get emotional too sometimes from that. But I don't know. I guess I have it. I have it uh, categorized, right? I have my, I'm the center of my system mm-hmm. as well. And uh, my touch rings are <laughs> on different they're, they're uh, rules than yours. They're a lot brighter, broader of a of They're a just circle. different rules. Like a mine, like I don't mind, for the most part, a stranger can touch me. I mean, 
Like, oh my gosh. There's levels to it. Like, if a guy just comes up to me in a bar and hugs me, I'm going to shove him away, right? No, that's but, that kiss me or kill me range. And it's well, like, oh, I got, I, I remember it. I almost got kicked out of a concert I went to. It was a Alice Cooper concert. And, oh, I, I really regret not punching this guy or just hurting him. <laughs> I've never heard the reg- that the regret on that side. I usually hear, hear it on I regret. Oh, dude, hitting. I so regret not just laying this guy out on the ground and, and pummeling him because. I'm cheering at the front of the stage, and this is a gross story. I'm cheering at the front of the stage, and it's mostly older, like people in the crowd, mm-hmm. right? Because it's Alice Cooper concert, yeah. right? Everybody's in their like sixties, mm-hmm. right? And out of nowhere, this creepy, like imagine, imagine Benjamin, like a greasy, creepy Benjamin Franklin. Okay. Like I mean, he already kind of is. Let's yeah. <laughs> just imagine greasier, right? Like a non-accomplished, creepy Benjamin Franklin, the greasy strangler. Yes, he's a greasy, he was. Franklin. He was a greasy strangler with glasses. I had my hair down, thank God, because it shielded me from him completely kissing my ear. He came up to me and put his, and pursed his lips up against my hair to kiss my ear. And as soon as he touched my hair and it bent inwards, I. I felt my hand wanted to like dig into his flesh and grab his collarbone because that's <laughs> yeah. how hard I grabbed this motherfucker and threw him away from me. And when I did that, he pushed the people behind him because I didn't care. Right? Yeah, I wasn't no. thinking about that. Yeah, but the, the the guards at the stage edge saw that and they shoved us all away. They told us, you know, they pushed us back and they told us to get away because they didn't want to fight, you know, like a fight to start. Mm-hmm. But man, and I remember I, the only reason he did that was because he was bugging my friend, my female friend I was with at the concert. Yeah. And I asked her, is this guy bugging you? And she's like, no, it's all right. I'm like, what's all right? I'm like, and I'm thinking, you know, okay, I'm not going to ask her any more questions. She's being coy for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I just switched places with her. And who knows? I hope he didn't do anything to her before that. But, oh, I, I still want to hit that guy so hard. That's so messed up. <laughs> oh, People I, are strained. Man, right? I would, I would. <laughs> I would hit someone on reaction yeah. alone, yeah. you know? It's like not even... Yeah. Because my fight or flight is always fight. Yeah. You know, I always turn to hit. No. That guy would have probably probably broken his face. <laughs> Dude, I want... Like, I just... Uh, I remember after I, I pushed him away, like, the guard swung his arm in, and then he pushed me back. Like, the guy, I got to give credit yeah, to him. I was going to say, hey, stage guard. good. I mean, for an old crowd, too. Like, that guy's obviously been well-seasoned by worse concerts because he's on top of that shit right away. And it's not like there's no mosh pits at an Alice Cooper concert anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was otherwise pretty docile. We had, we couldn't go to the stage anymore after that. We everybody had to sit down. Oh, that's so lame. I, uh, it was lame. I eventually stood up again, but, like, in front of my seat, mm-hmm. you know. But... Oh man, we could have a, we could have an episode just on concert stories. Dude, I have so concerts many concert are great. stories. Oh yeah, I, I, there's this girl that I was at a concert and I that I met her yeah. there, and she was like, "Oh, I gotta leave this concert now." And it's like a festival, and we're in the front, and this thing is huge, like this this yeah. crowd, right? Like there's seas of people. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "I gotta leave though. I gotta go." And I'm like, "Well, how are you gonna get out of here? Because like this is like the the one of the finales." And it, it, everyone's just rowdy as fuck. So I'm like, here, get on my shoulders. So I put this girl on my shoulders. <laughs> so cool. And the most amazing thing happened. I became Moses, right? And the Red Sea just parted. And everyone got <laughs> out of my way. Out of way. I was like, this so is cool. amazing. Yeah. Like, all I got to do is put a girl on my shoulders. I can go where I want. Like, all right. <laughs> oh, man. I put this. She was a slut. I'm going to call her a slut. I put this <laughs> slut on my shoulders at a Metallica Godsmack concert. And uh, 
I, I I wanted to be, we were fighting all night, my buddy and I, we were pushing people out of our way to get to the bar, you mm-hmm. know, like the front by the stage. And we were almost there. And then this long story short, this woman, you know, they were taping for MTV and this woman was going to flash. And I could tell, like, you know, I'd already been kind of like, you know, eyeballing yes. her and she's eyeing me. So I put her up on my shoulders and right away the guards are trying to get to us, but there's guys in front of us, like a, a line <laughs> of tall dudes in front of us, like blocking us. And she gets up on my shoulder and she was heavy as fuck. And she doesn't, she wasn't like a, you know, like fat girl or anything, yeah. but she, she was just dense. Yeah. No, and I remember like, I was like, Ooh, like this, <laughs> this was like, this was like a, a test of my drunk dehydrated you know, strength. <laughs> and, um, yeah, she, she's like flashing people on top of my shoulders, and then I let her oh, down. See, I don't want to get kicked out, you know. It's sad though, because how are you gonna get to see? You can kind of look up. Oh, I could, like, I could see, dude. Yeah, Trust you can see well enough. All yeah, right. it just seems like that would be a real awkward position. Yeah, it was fun, especially an under boob shot. Like that's a weird, <laughs> it's a weird angle. It is a weird angle. It's still fun though. <laughs> it's still boob is boob, right? <laughs> and it's all good. I just like people with that kind, you know, that fun spirit. They just, you know, not trying to hurt anyone. They just want to express and have fun yeah there's nothing wrong with that no yeah it's so, fun it's fun to be but i get why they don't want it at a concert when there's you know a thousand guys to every <laughs> to yeah. every two women <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's that... a, it can get dangerous that's for sure especially the metallica concert you know those guys have terrible they have some bad stories like when they toured europe and shit you know oh really yeah unfortunately they had less less than desirable like security so oh. you know people got murdered and raped and all what? kinds of, oh yeah at a concert at the peak that happens at concerts all the time yes it there are lots of crimes committed at concerts dude See, that's so oh, yeah but Why like do you think i didn't think anything violent crimes i didn't really realize that because no, whenever i go to a concert shit. man and i go to heavy metal concerts and things like that and I, they're like the nicest people most of the time I, I agree. Like for, they're like so chill, and they're like they yeah. just want to have a good time and ex- get some rage out, get some, you know, that angst, I, I, and I th- totally they just want to they just want to chill. And yeah, so I've never experienced anyone any like real fights. Really, sometimes some one person gets like a little like rowdy, and you gotta like hey calm down and shove him back in his place a little. Yeah. But you know, most of the time, everyone's just happy to be there and. To, to be like celebrating this event and energy and just being with each other it's great do you ever pick up so did you did you pick up that girl at the concert or have you ever picked up a lady at a concert before no so i, I we talked for a bit after that because this was like in high school mm-hmm. like that, that the red sea mm-hmm. and uh we talked but nothing really <laughs> happened the red sea i love that <laughs> No, Dude, I love little moments like that. Like. Biblical moments, we'll call them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I felt like I had the power of God. Isn't that cool? It was great. <laughs> was just everyone just like, I'm like, she needs to get out of here. And then just everyone just like, <laughs> I was like, I have the power. <laughs> Did I do that? Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dinosaur. Dinosaur. I think that's an episode, dude.